Learn how to build your faith in God's word and live a life of 100% victory 100% of the time. As you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's word to work for you. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Glory to God. We serve a good God. Such an awesome God. Thank you, Father. Our faith is in you. You are a true and living God. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for who you are. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Come on, one more time. You can clap your hands. Give him a praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Shake somebody's hand. Shake somebody's hand. Welcome them to church. Praise God. You can take your seat if you've done that. Praise God. We've been talking about winning. And um, hope you have started winning already. Hallelujah. If you have not started, you will continue to win. Winning will be your portion in the name of Jesus. We started last week by establishing the fact that we are born of God. We are what? Born of God. The Bible says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the challenges of this world. That means whatever is born of God will win in this world. Hallelujah. You will win in the name of Jesus. If, if the challenge you are facing is in this world, they are saying that you have the capacity already to win. That's what they are saying. Except the problem you are facing is from out of this world. If it's inside this world, they are saying that you will win. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes or wins the challenges of this world. If our one version says, whatever is born of God is a world champion. Hallelujah. You're a winner. You're a winner. And uh, the key to that is that we are born of God. That's the key to it. Is that we are born of God. We are born of God. And we explained this last week. It's not a small statement to say you are born of God. It's not just a loose statement. You must, you must try and meditate on the gravity of that revelation. You must meditate. You must think on the power of that statement that you are born of God. When they say you are born again, that's what they mean. Because the person that borns you puts a limit on what you can ever be. Are you getting what I'm saying? I need to say this again so that you get it. The person that borns you, <laughs> Puts a limit on what you can ever be. If a tortoise goes to flying school and finish top of his class, first class, and even does PGD and does masters and does PhD, will he be able to fly? The person that bore him has put a limit on him. He can never fly. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if they want him to fly, they have to burn him again. Uh, a bird now has to burn him. If a bird burns him, then he comes with the capacity to fly. Somebody get what I'm saying? 
So that's what happened to you. When they first born you, your natural parents born you, you came with all the wahala of this life. You know, it's ups and down. You win some, lose some. You know, all the limitations of this life. Then God said, look, instead of to start helping you one by one, let me just born you again. Somebody get what I'm saying? That's why we got the phrase, be born again. John 3, 3, except a man be born again. Because the first way he was born, sin had dominion over him. The first way he was born, life had dominion over him. Sickness had dominion over him. Different things had dominion over him. So they said, we can't start uh, chasing uh, fever. Then we will chase uh, hepatitis. Then we will chase arthritis. Ah, that wala is too much. Let's just born him again. So that this time, he will come with the capacity to win. Are you here, somebody? So that's what they did. That's what they mean by except a man be born again. He cannot enjoy these things of the kingdom. Whatsoever is born of God. That's what it means to be born again. You were born naturally the first time, but now you are born of the spirit the second time. Praise God. So now you have access to all the benefits and privileges of the spirit. Now, that's why we come to church. We still need to learn how to use it. It's like me giving you a gun and not teaching you how to use it. You can be armed, but you are not dangerous. You only become dangerous when you have the gun and you know how to what? Use it. So you have the gun. If you are born again, you are armed. What remains now is for us to teach you how to use the equipment you have. And that's a lifetime, lifetime discovery. That's why you keep going to church, you keep studying the Bible, you keep spending time in prayer and understanding how these things work. Praise God. So come on, say with me, I'm born of God. And I overcome the world. Say it with meaning. Say, I'm born of God. And I overcome the world. One more time like a winner. I'm born of God. And I overcome the world. Hallelujah. Nothing will stop you. That's what they're saying. So, what challenges are you facing? You need to approach it from a superior point of view. As a believer, you should have superiority complex. Not inferiority complex. You have what? Superiority complex. Because that which is from above is above all. You are coming from a higher level. We are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. So last Sunday we did born of God. This Sunday we are doing brag on God. Hallelujah. If you are going to win, you must be able to brag on God. You would never see someone that is too timid to talk winning consistently. Many don't know that one of the easiest ways to win is to brag on your God. If you are going to win, you must brag on God. Brag on God. All winners we see in scripture were very confident of their God. Very confident. Those of you that miss Wednesday service, you are missing a lot. Because we looked at the story of Daniel in Wednesday service. No, 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 no. You see, that, that's part of why many people are not enjoying their winning. You can't be sitting at home on Wednesday. You, 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 you must charge yourself up. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Some of you, you are underestimating the power of the word of God in your life. It can alter the way you see things. So you can't just be moody. You are hearing just bad news Monday to Friday. And you want to win. You can't brag. You are, you are defeated already. Because all you are hearing is bad news. That's why you must be in church. It charges you up. It can change things. See, your faith alters the results you get. And faith comes by what? Hearing. The present faith you are operating now is based on what you have heard. Whether good or bad. You can't sit at home. Wednesday service is not optional. It's not that I could do. You know, it's not that kind of thing. It's a necessary thing. You need it to maintain the victory. Are you here, somebody? They say, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even what? Our faith. So we must keep hearing. To build that faith. Because you can't brag on a God you don't know. Are you here, somebody? You cannot what? Brag on a God you don't know. That's why you can't be lazy in, in spending time to know God. I'll talk about that maybe next week. You need to understand, you can't brag on a God you don't know. But bragging on God is one of the crucial steps to winning. <laughs> because what you don't realize is that every, this world is first spiritual. Many people don't know. This world is first what? Spiritual. We have become so carnal, so natural, that we have lost sight of the spiritual. So we think everything happening here is just natural. <laughs> of course not. This world is first spiritual. God is a spirit and God created this world. So the, 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 the deeper part of this world is first spiritual is the smaller part that is physical. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This world is spiritual. This world is spiritual. So, so what you don't realize is that because the world is spiritual, everything actually is bragging on something. Everything is bragging on their own God. Small letter G God. So you have to brag on your own God, the almighty God. It's a battle of the spiritual. If you notice, when they said Jesus spoke to the fig tree, they said Jesus answered and said. Because the fig tree was telling it, you can't eat today. He said, you are joking. Spiritual. He said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain. It's a spiritual. Everything is a spiritual battle. So you must know how to brag on your God. You must decree that this God will see you through. You must know how to brag on your God. <laughs> I, like, I like the story of Daniel and his friends. In Daniel chapter 3. The Bible said, the king made an idol. I told you everything is spiritual. The king made an idol of gold. I don't know how people make something and not turn it to their own God. Something you can make. How can it be your God? <laughs> when you are the one that made it. The, the king, Nebuchadnezzar. Made, made, made an idol of gold and decreed that every, when you hear the trumpet all over the world, everybody must bow and worship that uh, gold uh, image, the gold uh, idol. And uh, they were doing it, but some people came to meet the king and said, the Jews are not doing it. Oh. 
Every time you blow that trumpet, everybody bows except the Jews. Ah! They said the king was very angry. He sent for the Jews because he liked those, those people. They have been useful to his kingdom, but he sent for them. He was very angry. He said, is it true that when they blow the trumpet, you don't bow? Is it true? <laughs> the king said, okay, let me first assume his rumor. How about the king said? He said, let me assume his rumor. He said, they are going to blow it now. Again. If you bow, everything is fine. It's a battle of gods. They want you to bow. But you will not bow. You will not bow to pressure. You will not bow to intimidation. You will not bow to seduction. In the name of Jesus. The king said, I want to assume his rumor. They will blow it now. He said, if you bow, all well and good. Where is it? He said, now if you be ready, that the time... (laughs) That when you hear the sound of the flute, I mean of the cornet and flute and harp and all those things, and all kinds of music, you fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, that's all good. Say, but if you worship not, you shall be cast in the same hour into the midst of a burning fairy furnace. Look at what the king said. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my, I told you everything is speaking to you. It might, they might not be saying it in clear terms like this, but that's what they are saying. When unemployment grip you, you say, who is that God that will deliver you from my hand? Ha, they don't know the God. When sickness grip you, he say, who is that God that will deliver you from my hands? When barrenness hold you, who is that God? Hey, but we are going to tell them we have a God in heaven. And he rules over the affairs of men. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's a battle of gods. They want to hold you down. Money wants to make you serve it. So you don't, can't have time for church. You can't have time for your family. You can't have time for anything. Serve me. It's a battle. Who will deliver you from my hands? That's what they're trying to say. Who is the God that will deliver you from my hands? We're about to introduce our almighty God. They don't know the God that we serve. Are you ready to brag on God this week? Are you ready to brag on God this month? You need to go back and tell that thing threatening you that you don't know my God. He will deliver me. Look at what the guy said. They said, who is that God that will deliver you out of my hands? See what the boy said. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not what? Careful to answer you in this matter. Hey, is somebody getting what I'm saying? That we are not careful. We are, we don't care. We don't care what the doctor's report say. Hey, I say you are having those children. You are walking out totally healed. We don't care what the doctor's report say. We don't care what the economists are saying. We are prospering in the name of Jesus. Say, oh king, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. Hey, see the next verse. He said, if it be so, he said, our God, whom we serve, is able to what? Deliver us from the burning fairy furnace. 
and he will deliver us out of your hand. They told him that our God, whom we serve, they were bragging on God. It wasn't God that said, it was them that said. God was not saying anything. He, they were talking that our God, our God, our God will deliver us out of your hand. See, he's able to do it and he will do it. See the next verse. He says, next verse. He says, but if not, we don't even care. If not, let it be known unto your king that we will not serve your gods nor worship, worship the golden image you have set up. Say, we don't care. He is able to deliver us and he will deliver us. But even if he does not, we don't care. And everybody that have said, if I perish, I perish, they never perish. Because the same thing Esther said, if I perish, I perish, they never perish. They never perish because God always shows up. I decree God is going to show up for you. You will not perish trusting God in the name of Jesus. You will not lose bragging on your God in the name of Jesus. You need to go back and tell them that your God will deliver you. God that you serve will deliver you. These guys had confidence in God. And you know what happened? They heated the fire ten times more. They say even the people that were that went to throw them inside, the people got burnt. That's how hot the fire was. The people that were throwing them inside got burnt. But they threw them in there. And the Bible said they saw four people. They threw three people inside. They saw four people. Hallelujah. There was a fourth man in the fire. And they say his image was like the image of the Son of God. Jesus appeared there with them in the fire. I, I, I tell unbelievers and I tell people in church all the time, what makes hell bad is not the fire. What makes hell bad is that Jesus will not be there. Hallelujah. Fire in our kingdom, we don't fear fire. Because our God is a consuming fire. So fire is not the problem. What, what, the problem is that Jesus won't be there. So Satan will be there. Then it will become a problem. Because this one was fire, but Jesus was with them. The fire became air conditioner. Are you here, somebody? Your trial will not sink you. As long as God is with you, that trial will not sink you. You will come out on top in the name of Jesus. The story will yet turn around in the name of Jesus. That test will end in a testimony. If God is with you, it doesn't matter what you are going through. You will come out of it with a testimony in your hands. The devil will regret ever challenging you. The devil will regret ever harassing you. In the name of Jesus. He might seem he has delayed your wedding and your marriage, but trust me, you are coming and you will have a marriage of destiny. It will be a union that will knock the devil out. In the name of Jesus. Save the devil had known, he wouldn't have crucified the Lord of glory. That was the biggest mistake. He will find out he has made a mistake by trying you. In the name of Jesus. Brag on your God. That you will make it in this country. Brag on your God. That your business will thrive in this country. Those boys said, we don't care. We don't care. We don't care to answer you, O king. We will not bow. Our God is able to deliver us out of your hands. I told you it's a challenge. That king said, I want to see which God will deliver you out of my hands. It was a challenge. That's not the time to bow. That's the time to brag on your God. That he will deliver the God that we serve. He will deliver us.
But even if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We will not bow. I remember many years ago, Archbishop Benson, that also shared the story where witches gathered in Benin that they wanted to have a conference. A world conference. Witches. Can you imagine? They gathered that they wanted to have a world conference. And uh, somebody now asked Archbishop Idaosa. Because Archbishop Idaosa was, in fact, they even chose the wrong city. <laughs> they should have gone to somewhere else. They asked Archbishop Idaosa that what will happen. Archbishop said, God will not stop them. Ah, people say, how can you say God cannot stop them? He said, because I'm here. He said, we won't reach that. They, they, they can't happen. <laughs> we don't even have to be calling. I'm, I'm here. It can't happen. So they fixed meeting, um, TV broadcast, live. They brought the king, the ogre of the witches, the boss of the witches, and they brought Archbishop Idaosa. Live. They said, okay, we want to interview both of you. What do you have to say? Live TV. Archbishop said, let him talk first. So the guy began to say that this conference they've held in different parts of the world, in California, in this one, in that one, and this time is Nigeria's turn to host the conference. This, this, this. It's going to be, people are going to come from everywhere, different things. So let him finish talking. When the guy finished talking, they asked Archbishop, what do you have to say? He said, I just have simple questions for him. He said, are you a witch or a wizard? <laughs> he said, think well before you, before you answer. Because if you say you're a witch, I will kill you here now. Because the Bible says, suffer not the witch to live. He said, you will die here now. So just answer, are you a witch or not? <laughs> no need for long talk. Interview close. Conference close. Everybody pack away. That's all. He said, are you a witch or not? Because if you're a witch, you are dying here. Nah. Brag on your God. Brag on your God. Brag on your God. He likes when people brag on him. He likes to make an entrance. That's why when Elijah said, hallelujah, when Elijah said, the God that be God, let him answer by fire. It wasn't God that told him. It was Elijah that bragged on God. He said, the one that is real God, let him answer by fire. Let him answer by fire. He said, call on your own God, I'll call on my own God. He said, challenge. I told you, it's always a challenge. It might be coded sometimes, but it's always a challenge from the kingdom of darkness against the kingdom of God. We must brag on our God. He said, the one that is God, let him answer by fire. <laughs> Those guys began to go, bow, 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 bow. Say, you don't go better for now. Now they find who go kill. Bah! <laughs> Say we are not coming today. Elijah said, The God that is God, let him answer by fire. Hey, you will see God show up in your situation this week. As you brag on God, you will see God show up this week in the name of Jesus. Let him be God. Hallelujah. Brag on your God. Brag on your God. How good is he? How strong is he? How faithful is he? Declare it. Don't be afraid. It is his identity. He's not denying himself. Say it. That this God is too good. This God is too rich. This God is too able. Say it. Don't be afraid. Say that our God will deliver us. Are you here somebody? First Samuel chapter 17. It also happened to David. When David 
got to where Goliath was. Remember the story? Think anywhere around 45, you see. When David got to where Goliath was, after they had tried to discourage him, Saul and Co, he said, no, I'll, I'll handle this guy. He now got there. First Samuel 17, 45. Did you bring it up? So, Goliath now said, you this small rat, am I a dog that you are bringing this, look at this, to, uh, all those things to me? And David said to the Philistine, David answered him back, thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. See what he said, but what? I come to you, what? In the name of the Lord of hosts. Do you see that? He was bragging on God. He said, you, you are bringing sword. He said, that's not what, that's not what I'm bringing. I'm coming to you in the name of what? The Lord of hosts. He says, um, I'm the God of the armies of Israel. Whom has the fire? I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. I don't come ordinary. I don't come alone. I have people. We have God with me. Greater is he that is in me. And he that is in the world. I'm always surprised when people still talk about witches in 2019. Are you sure you are a born again Christian? Somebody sent me a message like that some days ago. That pastor, hmm, hmm. Give me a number I can call you. Ah, I say no. Let's write it here. Say, if you see what's going on, witches. <laughs> I say, why are you entertaining them? Why, what, what's your interest with them? Witches can't be chasing you. You are the one that's supposed to be chasing them. Can't be chasing What do you mean? How are they chasing you? You don't, you don't know who you are in Christ. You don't know who you are in Christ. Witches. What is witches? Witches are at the lowest level of when they are counting the hierarchy of demons, which is at the smallest, this one you can you knock, he's knocking you get on your forehead. Knock, go and sit down, go and sit down. He's knocking you. Which is you don't even pray about it. you knock them directly. <laughs> you knock them what? Directly. You don't even have to pray about that one. Witches. We say demons. Demons. Don't they know they are mate? Are they blind? Is this today they started this work? <laughs> You don't know who you are going to. They say, I come to the name of the Lord. Next verse. Next verse. He said, look at what David said. He said, this day. Do you see this? He said, this day will the Lord do what? Deliver thee into my hand. This day. He said, and I will smite thee. And take thy head from thee. And I will give the carcass of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the earth. And the wild beasts of the earth. That all the earth may know that what? And there is a God in Israel. Hallelujah. Is somebody seeing what I'm saying? They will know that you serve a living God. In that office, they will know you serve a living God. In that industry, they will know you serve a living God. In your family, they will know you serve a living God. In your neighborhood, they will know you serve a living God. In your village, they will know you serve a living God. He said, and you will know. He said, all the earth will know that there's a God in Israel. Somebody getting this? He was bragging on his God. It's time to go and brag on God. Be sure that he will show up. He likes when people announce him. He likes to make an entrance. My God, he will deliver us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will deliver this nation. 
Some people are already planning how they will continue to stay in power. I decree God will dislodge them in the name of Jesus. God will deliver us. He will deliver us. In the name of Jesus. There is a God in heaven. And he rules in the affairs of man. Are you here somebody? Mando Sokoya. Brag on your God. Brag. There's a way you speak with confidence because you know you have God's backing. Brag on your God. That our God will deliver us. This thing will not lead unto death. This thing will not end like this. You will decree it. You will say it with confidence in your God. That our God, he will deliver us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You can't brag on a God you don't know. We'll talk about that next week. You need to understand. He said, those that know their God. Those that know their God. Not know about God. Everybody knows about God. If I ask all of you now, do you know Donald Trump? We'll say yes. But you don't actually know him. What you do is that you know about him. It's people that know him personally that can say they know him. Do you understand what I'm saying? So English language can confuse people like that. If I ask you now, do you know God? Everybody knows uh, about God. There are only few people that know God. That have a personal encounter. And until you have that, you can't brag on him. That's why you can't be missing church. You can't not be reading your own Bible at home. You can't say you are not praying at home. You can't know God. You can't brag on a God you don't know. Something happened to Daniel. <laughs> the, 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 the king had a dream. He, he didn't know the interpretation. And he had, he had people he had been feeding for years. And paying them fat salary. They were living in the, in the presidential palace. But they were not doing any work. <laughs> so he now had a dream. He needed an interpretation. He said, go and call all of them. He said, this time I'm not going to tell you the dream. If I tell you the dream, you start guessing and giving me fake interpretation. He said, for me to know that you are real, you will know the dream. Supernaturally. Then you will now interpret it. <laughs> they thought he was joking. So three days they had no answer. They thought he was joking. They were saying, we are working on it. <laughs> he said, if you don't submit your assignment by this night, they will start killing you. Not beating you, not locking you up. Kill. They thought it was a joke until they started killing them one by one. Ah, they began to run around. Panic. Because he was killing them really. Then they got to Daniel. Daniel said, why is the matter so hasty before the king? He said, give me time. He was so confident God would speak to him. He said, give me time. Come tomorrow. God would have revealed to me can you imagine that confidence? Can there be an up problem in your office and you say, hey guys, give me t- tomorrow. Let me close early today. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so, laughs> if you are solving problem, you can ask for anything. Trust me. <laughs> Many of you, the reason you can't leave early for church is that you're not solving problem. When you're solving problem, they will anything you say, they will they, allow him, allow him. He knows what he's saying. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. Then I said, give me this tomorrow. Let me go and pray. God will reveal it. Can you imagine that? He was so sure. Something was life and death. Say, God, will it. And truly, by the next day, he had the facts. He was too sure. Can you brag on God like that? I say, hey, don't worry. This thing, we don't know what to do. Give me to tomorrow. God will tell me what to do. Many are too afraid. Now, what if he doesn't show up? But what if he does? You will never see the miraculous until you are ready to brag on God. Until you are ready to march forward. 
Are you here, somebody? Glory to God. Glory to God. Brag on your God. Talk about him. <laughs> Those days when, I, don't, I think it's still happening today, where people used to go and rob people, you know, with, they, I think it still happens, where they take people's phone. Many years ago, I was going to buy biscuits at night. Saturday night, I used to prepare for service, so I usually sleep late. So I went out of my clothes. I used to live in Festac then. I went out of my clothes at night, 10 o'clock, and everywhere, that, that area is the ending part of Festac, so everywhere was dark. No, but nothing on the road. No street light, no nothing, no activity. Very dark. And I went to the next close in the night, everywhere dark, to go and buy biscuits from the Aboki. Because I wanted to be eating something so I won't fall asleep, I won't be tired. As I was going night, nobody. I saw a bike, two people on it. It passed me. And it just occurred to me that this might be those guys that said they used to roam around to rob people. And as I was approaching where I was going, one of them came down with a gun, I assume. I didn't look at it, but he was holding something that looked like a gun. He said, give me your phone. I said, I will curse you here now. So you want to die, you die here now. <laughs> he ran back to the bike. And I'm sure when he got back, he said, what will I tell my partner that? He came back again. He came back again. I said, I will curse you now. If you don't leave here, you will die. <laughs> he had to run back the second time. And they left. By the time the Aboki has locked his shop and go under the... <laughs> <laughs> he has locked his shop. After that, I didn't run back home. I still went to buy my biscuit. I do the guy open, sell. He said, wait a minute, I said, no, I'm robbers. But give me the biscuit. It was shock. I'm just talking about biscuits. <laughs> Robert. Like, give me this one. These clowns can't stop what I'm trying to do. Brag on your God. You will never see his hand until you have confidence in him. You'll never see it. Many of you do. You have never experienced God because you have never put yourself in a position to experience him. You are too safe. Everything you are doing, everything naturally. So devil will keep messing you up. It's not every time you depend on drugs. What if it's an incurable disease? That's what happens to many Christians. They've never built their faith. So the day the doctor says, I can't do anything, they are, they are finished. They, they, will not, they will not start praying. I say, we prayed and he still died. He has never built his faith. Are you here, somebody? He has never built his faith. Jesus Christ said, faith is like a seed. It means that it grows. Are you here, somebody? It grows. If you don't practice with your faith, don't use your faith, you will never be able to use it. Are you here, somebody? People that bragged on God, trust me, they didn't start from big things. They were used to seeing God move in smaller things. And their confidence in him began to grow. Are you here, somebody? God will show up for you. I say, God will show up for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can we take one minute to rise on our feet? Choir, get on board. Whatever is born of God does what? Overcome. Take one minute to speak over any situation you are facing right now. This month you must win. Speak over it. Lord, our confidence is in you. Our confidence is in you. Mandebo Sukabahaya. Redebokos. We brag on you today. We brag on you today. We are born of God and we overcome. We are going back 
to that situation, we start to correct it. Oh, Mahasataya. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mande Address your finances. Address your marriage. My God! Anyone trying to hinder your progress, speak over it. Anyone interfering in your marriage, you can call on God. Mahande Soko Bahai. Lebrada Kasata. Lebroda Sata. Lord, our confidence is in you. We call on you today. You will deliver us from the hand of the enemy. Mazakadaya. Ikobarata. Zipolateriata. Yekeriada babroda sata. Oh, yes, Lord. Jikababrada sata. Rata babroda sata. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, you will deliver us. You will defend us. You will fight for us. Where we cannot fight for ourselves, you will fight for us. You will go ahead. You will threaten those that are threatening us. Hey. You will threaten those that are threatening us. You will contend with those contending with us. Hey, my polar die. The plans we fail. The works we fail. Shaka baladana. Leborata sata. Ikaparodobos. Ikederiata sata radaba. My polar katala kapalapa. Roporobolo bodas. Yes, Lord. You will answer. Bahasakata. Hey, yes, Lord. Who will prosper in this nation? Who will thrive in this nation? Who will become global? The biggest doors we open for us. The biggest platform we open for us. The economy will not sink us. Come and pray, come and pray, come and pray. Hey, Yes, Lord. Remos in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You will not miss God. The same way Daniel heard clearly what God was saying. You will hear clearly concerning your destiny. You will hear clearly concerning the next step to take. Confusion is removed from you forever. Direction is planted in your life. Wherever they are contending with you, God will contend with them. Whoever is fighting you, God will fight them. Your God 
will show himself strong on your behalf. The God whom you serve, he will deliver you from their hands. He will deliver you from the hands of poverty. He will deliver you from the hands of slow progress. He will deliver you from the hands of unemployment. He will deliver you from the hands of barrenness. He will deliver you from the hands of singleness. In the name of Jesus. Anything trying to hold you down. I decree today. God will set you loose in the name of Jesus. This economy will not sink you. You will thrive in the midst of the economy. You will prosper in the midst of the environment. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Heavenly Father. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Come on give the Lord a praise. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.